Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Uh, my name is Ian. Uh, this is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. And this week, we're still continuing our celebration of Chip Zdarsky. Pop that shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, um, drop that jam one time oh, real yeah. quick. Chip Zdarsky. Chip. Back. Uh, Chip. Chip. Um, Hope you're having a good holiday season, Chip. Yes. We're here for you. <laughs> uh, this week, we're talking about Stillwater. Issues one through six by Chip Zdarsky and Ramon Perez um, with Mike Spicer mm-hmm. on the colors, who um, we've already seen with uh, Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty cool getting to see those colors get, again. Get a little more of that spice, you know? Yeah, he always... Mike Spicer. He, he brings all the right spices. <laughs> Can I just start this off with saying um, that... Uh, Stillwater made me very upset. Oh. <laughs> and oh. the reason it made me upset uh-huh. is because we only read the first six issues. <laughs> yep. And, yep. But that's obviously because they're still coming out right now. Yes. And uh, But no, I fell in love with this right away. Oh. And that's why I'm so mad because I want to read more. And I feel like I can't jump ahead of you guys. So I have to wait for you all yeah. for whenever we do it, you know. <laughs> On the so, show. Yeah. yeah. So it. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Let us let me give a quick little synopsis about it. Yeah. Uh, it's about a character named Daniel who um, is, he's, I guess, f- orphaned. He doesn't have his parents anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's also, I mean, that's not a recent development. But um, <laughs> he's also just recently let go of, uh, from a, his position at a, at a magazine, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it starts off. Yes. And so um, almost immediately he is... Uh, delivered a letter with mysterious origins asking him to pick up his inheritance in a town no one's heard of called Stillwater. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, even... that's like the inciting, you know, incident. Talk about cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Come get your great aunt's fortune in a mysterious town. Yeah. Yeah. How many stories yeah, it was like, like great that? grand aunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't even sound real. But like I, feel like I feel like it almost leans into the clicheness of that when we get yes. some of the dialogue between him and is what's the friend's name? It's Tony. Is it Tony? Oh, okay. Tony Kim. Yeah, yeah, Tony. He, which I guess is also like a multimillionaire or something like yeah. that. Which I mean, he basically makes a joke like this is kind of how horror movie story you know what i mean it's this exact kind of formula so yeah. i thought that was funny that it leans into the almost like semi-clicheness of the setup of our yes. entire story you know yeah the entire time they're going over there he's just like oh, this doesn't sound like the best idea <laughs> oh look there's a border blocking the road oh and another one yeah we probably shouldn't be going yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i mean this is that's that's how we get started we're mm-hmm. we're going on with them um daniel doesn't seem like the best dude Mm-mm. ever which I I like that whenever we get a character who um, isn't always up to par with what you expect out of a main character. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not reading about a hero. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then I, I did have a note about that. I don't feel like that was well carried out throughout the rest of this six issues. I'm sure more stuff happens, obviously, in the next six issues, because I think by the time this episode comes out, it'll be around the time the 12th issue will be out. Got you. So. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it. How did you guys feel about Daniel as the main character? Uh, I actually was really enjoying it. Um, I I do understand what you were saying, like uh, that that the way he was in the beginning wasn't mm-hmm. carried out through the rest of it. But I think that's just circumstantial. Do you think it's because he's experiencing shit? Yeah, like he's taking it all in, and he's he's honestly kind of fighting for survival. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you would expect him to not act like a complete asshole. Sure. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, uh, that's true. I, I'm not gonna lie, Daniel was kind of my biggest problem with the with story. The book. I mean, Fair uh, and the thing is, is that I really felt like he, this was like a little bit of like cheaper character development or like design and writing in the sense that I really felt like he was someone that we were just watching shit happen to and right. not so much oh. of a character to like experience things with Mm -hmm. especially later on like once he's like been you know like is kind of stuck where he is and stuff we see him trying to run but we don't really see any dialogue on like really why he's trying i mean we get i mean Mm. you get it in the most shallow reasons but there's no real you get it if you plug yourself into his circumstance you're like yeah i would want to get out of there but we don't really get a lot of character build on him there's a lot of parts where he's not even talking it's just everything happening around him and and, you know like there's big chunks of this where he doesn't even say much at all and there's the argument that yeah he's just kind of taking it all in but at the same time we just (laughs) bowie just budged his way it's a ghost (laughs) Um, you mm-hmm. just don't, I felt like he just wasn't really fleshed out. I mean, I felt like Tommy, Tony Kim was mm-hmm. more of a character by the time, you know, we were done with him right. than Daniel was at the For end sure. of even issue six, you know? So I'm just curious to see him really come out yeah. of him, his shell and be more of like the maybe like less conventional hero mm-hmm. that, you know, he's being portrayed as exactly. So who wants to spill the beans on what Stillwater is all about? Like the town. Does anyone want to talk on it? You want to do it? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both kind of like yeah, lumped it onto you. <laughs> yeah, y'all just stared at me like, yeah, who wants it. to do it? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Hurry up. To, That's the hurry when up. You gotta go, you gotta go. You, you know it. what I'm there saying? Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's a, a, a town outside of time, I would yeah. say. So, you know, like, um, it, but a little further than that, like if you get hurt or um, anything, it just heals almost instantly, yeah. you know? So it, it's cool. Um, I think it's more like of a natural thing as well, like because they were talking about like how fire doesn't go out in this town as oh, well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's burning a natural resource that is everlasting, is yeah. what. I yeah, think like it if was. it's still at root, that's what they were yeah. saying. And the thing yeah. is, I found most interesting is there was obviously an event that started it because mm-hmm. they talk about a time in which it began happening, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's like Deadpool rules. But not only, I mean, they they not only do they not age, but they can. They talk about how they can grow. They've seen an entire body grow back from, from just head. the head, you yeah. know, so it's pretty, pretty much a full on immortality. When you they know? were talking about the cows, it made me sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And the darker implications of like, exactly like, oh, you don't even have to murder the beef anymore. You just kind of cut off what you need as you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, holy gosh. fuck. That's fucked up. Uh, yeah. I mean, it also gives the question of like, well, what if you cut the brain in half? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What if you cut the head right down the middle? Which side is going to grow? Are you going to get two dudes? You know what I mean? That'd be badass. <laughs> that would be. That is, yeah. It's curious how much the townsfolk would have even tested these limits, limits you yeah. know? But it, from what we see, it is a very small pretty niche group of civilians and so mm. I, it would really take like that secret mad scientist doing some quirky ass shit or something <laughs> or bringing in outsiders just yeah. to experiment on for that any of that to maybe be rationalized because there's not a lot mm. of them is something that's yeah, very right. importantly placed is that it's a it is a very small town and that's why they're able to even contain it the way they can they can have a handful of people playing border patrol and, and mm. actually contain this group of people because there's just no way realistically like can you imagine the police trying to keep everybody inside of san antonio and be like you can't leave no <laughs> yeah and in in stillwater it's like everybody's on a first name basis with mm-hmm. each other everybody yeah, for sure it's small enough that you know everybody in the town good one small town <laughs> um but yeah no i mean this 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 idea is very striking mm-hmm. and i think that that's why we get so much of it 
kind of as set up in these first six issues rather than any development of Daniel or as his we've come to learn he is a resident a previous resident of mm-hmm. Stillwater his previous name being uh, Tommy Quinn yeah um, but yeah I, I really liked kind of how Chip was willing to play with these mechanics mm-hmm. you know what I mean where it's like oh the police here they just open fire when they want to subdue you you know what I mean because what else is going to work better than that? Yeah. You know that the prisoner's not going to go die, you know? So like, who needs to watch their kids, you know, yeah. like they can oh, literally burn yeah. the house down or, you know, play with a, a loaded gun and it doesn't matter. You yeah. know, they will be fine in the long run of things. Uh, I was actually curious as like this, this book seems to focus more on like the town itself mm-hmm. and like the, um, the corruption going on. than right. the mystery, the mystical side of what's going on in the right town. absolutely yeah and there's I, no... I actually really enjoyed that i thought it was interesting and I, I wanted to know how y'all felt about that see i thought that that would be opposite for you where it's mm. like huh can we talk about what scientific progressions mm. have been made or what kind of circle diameter of like you know like radiation is on right. this town you know like like it seems like no offense paul damon but you're always like trying to figure out like well why did that happen well, yeah, you know? more, i want to know but i just i'm just so intrigued by the fact that chip sadarsky is taking this route you know yeah going going through more of the corruption like more how humans would probably react to this kind of For situation sure. versus oh there's some crazy magic going on yeah you know and i think that's really cool i think that's interesting which is why it's kind of the perfect think we chose to read with what spoilers we'll be talking about later on this week uh, (laughs) of the mist continuing our stephen king you know run i felt like this was kind of chip zadarsky doing stephen king in a way Mm -hmm. it's very much exactly if it had taken place in maine it would have been like oh you did a king yeah you did you (laughs) ripped off the king over here because it really exactly as you're stating is something very supernatural but a the very realistic human reaction to it it's like Mm -hmm. how would we realistically react to these absolutely unrealistic circumstances you know and so this is very much that you know and so i was getting the stephen king vibes greatly getting this exact contained town you know that's already just set up as it is but to have such a supernatural element and it not be playing necessarily the predominant role it's more of like how it's being manipulated or abused more like a plot point exactly so if you guys had to if chip reached out to you and was like hey I need a reason on why this is happening. What would you guys come up with? Do you want me to spill my beans first? Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's a wizard underneath the the ground, and he's what's just his name? A megalodon. <laughs> Michael. His name's megalodon. He's the shark. Michael megalodon. He's the megalodon. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. He's the don of megalo, which is what they used to call uh, magic in Italy. Um, but no, he's just underground and he's just hanging out looking at some like crystals or some shit. Yeah. And he's just playing with the crystals. And every time he touches one, somebody else, somebody comes back to life. <laughs> yeah. There. And he's just constantly playing with crystals. He's just always No, I don't know. Crystals. Like, what would you explain? How, if you were to come up with a reason, what would you guys do? Mm. There's shine in the water. You know? <laughs> There's some shine in the water. It's just unexplainable. Is it better yeah. being unexplainable? Um, I mean, there's so many things you could do. Like, I mean, just fun, like, it could be that it's it's Eden, you know what I mean? Oh. It's like where, you know, God created man initially and it's like something happened in the 80s that caused it to like reopen up as like yeah. this blessed mm. place of Earth, you know what I mean? That's always been denied from us. There's all so many angles you can go into one way or the other that would even like 
that's and I like stuff like that because it like plays with religion's aspect of mm. like how accurate is y'all storytelling when you know Eden could be exactly in Maine or somewhere you know like yeah. in Stillwater you know Nebraska where does this even take place do we know uh, that's yeah, not I forget right. which state yeah. <laughs> yeah, Montana I don't Montana I don't know. there you go Stillwater Montana yeah. Montana <laughs> no okay but I think I would yeah. do like um something kind of like uh what's it called Vandal Savage. Where like a meteor fell down, oh. and like he like so otherworldly. He hugs the meteor and like became immortal like that. It's maybe like radiating yeah, energy, radiating. but only to a certain parameter of yeah, itself. And it's you in know? the town's border, mm-hmm. essentially. That would be cool if they found the focal point of Stillwater that was able to it's create like, the radius. It's like it under does. City Hall or something, and the judge knows about it, and that's why he thinks he's the ruler of all yeah. the power <laughs> because he's like, I, I, I have the big rock. Yeah. <laughs> I got the rock. His name is Megalodon. Yeah, Megalodon the Rock. <laughs> Um, it's just Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> down there. I've got the rock. Um, this, this also seems like a book that would be easily transferred into a television show. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there is a television show. Probably. Like this. I think there's a Matt Damon movie that came out this year called Stillwater. Really? I think I so. think you're right, dude. I feel because <laughs> I feel like I've been I've heard Stillwater several times, like within the past. I know what you're talking so. about. It's where he played like a oil man. Is that what it is? Yeah. Stillwater oh. lip 2021. Oil rig roughneck. <laughs> yeah. Travels to oil rig roughneck. <laughs> Saw it on hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk yeah. on was the the mm-hmm. artwork. You know. Oh uh, yes. Uh, was Ramon K. Perez's artwork, which is that for me felt very of a different time. Mm. It felt very like why the last man kind uh, of era, yeah, or even like sure, early sure. Invincible mm-hmm. era. So I was kind of blown away that this is coming out like right now essentially yeah. because it, yeah just the artwork even mixed with like the more matte kind of pastel colors you know that we get yes. throughout it really felt like something from like the earlier 2000s versus something that'd be coming out now so i was kind of really intrigued by that that it mm-hmm. feels like i was wondering if that was like a choice you think that they like went with like i think a less conventional like, art style you see these days you know because look at even other things that uh was this an image comic this was an image comic. Yeah, yeah, so think of like other image comics we see like right now, like Snot Girl and Saga, which are just so like vibrantly True. pastel. Yeah. You know, this seems I like think a what, different a different era of image. What come, they wanted come back. Yeah, for sure. What they wanted to do, I think, is is ground it more than, you mm. know, still or more than mm. Snot Girl or, yeah. or things like that. Um and I think that, you know, Ramon's art speaks volumes to that because uh, we had previously covered him on Marvel Two and One oh, with right. Chip, and I think he's also Canadian, Ramon. And um, the arc that he did with Chip with Marvel Two and One is when Johnny and the Thing don't have powers anymore, mm-hmm. and they're just normal ass dudes. And it's just this normal ass small town. Dude, what a good read! Go, I, re- go read Two and One. Go listen <laughs> and then to listen episode. to our episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know I, I I agree with you. It's mm-hmm. very Why the Last Man. It's it's a Pia Guerra or Guerrera's Guerra. I think mm-hmm. her art is very much of um just human. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just human interaction, very realistic, very grounded. But and also like those thick, nice lines that we get even in uh, Ramon's work here. But I agree with you. Yeah, it, it felt very real. And then I love the um, the colors that Mike Spicer does because absolutely it, it really works with uh, Ramon's art in in this book mm. uh, far better than I'm going to say it in two and one where I don't remember who the colorist was there, but it 
that one it was like they're trying to paint colors on something that wasn't there it was you know what i'm yeah, saying no yeah. i absolutely yeah. understand where this yeah feels it this the artwork fits perfectly to the story that we're trying to read it, yeah. it, it the grunginess you know of like exactly people who are just willing to kind of shoot each other just to shut you up for five minutes <laughs> right. you know <laughs> rings through so nicely and through the style and i really like that a lot of action is really drawn out we get yeah. you know a swing of a knife the or even swoops. a bullet flying through the air you get like you know the mm -hmm. the full image of like the the, the path tail. that it will have taken yeah. and stuff yeah and i just think that all adds to the to the the rud the rutted ruggedness the ruddy ruggedness yeah that, that ruddy old ruggedness um uh yeah no i mean it's it's fucking Super dope. Um, let's talk about some of the other characters in Stillwater. Mm -hmm. um, Tommy, who is... Or no, Tony, who is Tommy's best friend. Mm -hmm. Or I guess Daniel. It depends on which name he... You want to stick with, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he gets killed in the first issue. And that's where we get the twist ending. Or I guess like the twist middle. Where <laughs> no one dies here. And there's the little boy. What's yeah. his name? Galen. Yeah. Who just falls off of a building and that's not the last time he falls off of a building in this fucking book Gosh. um but no i mean how did you guys feel about that reveal where it's like hey um no one dies here i kind of felt like that's what was gonna happen like as soon as oh, you okay. see the kid die and everyone's just kind of like not giving a shit about it i was like i feel like he's gonna be he's gonna get up and be totally fine so when he just stood up and ran off i was like okay that's kind of what i was is that expecting. what you wanted it it I mean, wanted is a, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily what I wanted, you know, yeah. but it was what I once, you know, it made the title of the book all kind of fit oh, together. You yeah. know, this is a mm -hmm. place with still water somewhere that things don't change, you know. Um, and so what I got more and more intrigued about as the story went on is the, was the more of the aspect of the a lack of aging. Mm -hmm. And so like that character, Galen, changed for me greatly throughout the book because it starts off with like, OK, this is just like a reckless kid who's right falling from a roof or something and it's like no this is like a, a 40 year old man that's angry stuck in a 12 year old body and is yeah. just basically acting out against his horrible reality at yeah. this point and so i was really blown away by like the the building intricacies of that um but yeah like as soon as he, everybody was just kind of like oh who cares if that kid's fucking dead i was like oh he must be yeah, there must be some totally something going on that's, he's fine <laughs> <laughs> which speaking on that do we get an age for Tommy. Um, well, I guess it takes place. We see in all the yeah, we, we see the years that things take place. And like, he was, um, I think, two in in 1986. 86, yeah. Uh, but he was 18 flashback. months in 1986. Yeah. yeah. And he was seven and a half in 1999, I believe. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so, I guess 21 years later. I mean, 22 years later, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, He's I like mean, in his mid twenties, we're gonna. I guess so. I don't know. It, it's, I'd have to well, bust out a calculator. He's, he, he's essentially like 29, 30 years old. Yeah. But because of this, he's technically like 23, 24. Oh, because you, like his actual body. Yes, yes. His body's like 23, 24, but his mind should be around 29, 30 years old. Yeah. You know, there's a part where they, before the antagonists of this book, yeah. I want to talk on like each of them later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, before the antagonists like take tony kim's body out yeah back out into the, the real world the real world mm. um they bring it back into Stillwater in a body bag and it's burned all the shit um there was a part of me that was like i wonder if there's a time limit that they have where they're like 
we need to get it out of here ASAP or else the heart's going to start beating again. You don't you know think that mean? once you're dead, it's like, that's what I, I was curious ask. about. Like anybody, if that's they have to I have like thinking. graveyards and stuff. When the event oh, happened, it's like, shit. what if all the dead bodies started rising from oh, the earth shit. in an instant? That's so a I, good call. I have to believe that if you're dead, if you're dead, when you come in, you just, it, mm. it's, you're gone. But it's like, as long as you were like a living entity within those parameters, yeah, it'll always. So that speaks to something more magical than, Scientific. I guess, other. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. um, it, because it, exactly, it's not like our, it would, it would, I feel like it'd be more scientific if all of the civilians of Stillwater were just like permanently immortal no matter where they went and it wasn't so much about like yeah. being stuck within a certain region because right. as soon as anybody leaves they become capable of dying so that means it's it's more about like where you are and not who you are you know yeah. that's a good call I don't know it's it's crazy to think about because like imagine being mortally wounded outside and you're like two miles away and you're like if I can just like just crawl to the, yeah. the air barrier <laughs> And then you're like revived. I wonder how much of your body even has to be inside the barrier before. I was very intrigued on how yeah. they figured out hmm. the the area. You yeah. know what I mean? They obviously the had to like go around like cutting a finger and be like, all right, not healing over here, but is healing over here. I guess this is about where it is. And like stick a spike down, you know? Yeah. Because they obviously had a very good understanding of the limitations of their the mm-hmm. area, you know? Yeah. So it, that's, I'm and they very built curious. built a fence too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm not gonna lie, Tony's death at the at the end of the first issue kind of fucked me up a little bit. That was one of the more powerful yeah. moments, but it's because I kind of just didn't expect it, you know? I was just really blown away that they were just so willing to be like, you know, yeah. like, here, take away this character this quickly. And so I was genuinely blown away and it was the one thing that, that I felt like gave Daniel like a genuine catalyst to have you know for me to actually care about him throughout right. the rest of the story um because even once we get into the fact that exactly you know she's like you're my boy you know and we get the mom come and you know basically save his life in that moment i just kind of was having a hard time getting into that relationship oh, a little yeah, bit you know what yeah. i mean because it is weird i mean and i like that it approaches and, the fact that it's even weird for him you know like, y'all, y'all are the same age mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically um let's take a quick break and then when we come back we'll finish talking about still water we'll still be on this water I'm not so worried about that because that's literally going to come out of the noise reduction. Hey, don't yell at me. All right, so, and we're back. Hey, guys. Hey, guys, and we're still Hi. on this water. We're talking about Stillwater. Water. That was a Chip Zdarsky and Ramon K. Paris. Lizard shit, fuck! Yeah. And all these crazy characters we get, you know? Like the antagonist. Like the antagonist. Like an, an unhinged deputy. I guess that's Ted. Yeah. Or, yeah uh, Ted. Who confused me right at the gate because he lets them into the area at first. I think, like, I, think I have a good reason idea. on that because that's well, what I wanted to talk on was like that was the one of the few things that kind of confused me through the book was like why he did that and then immediately came back and was like, ha, just kidding. Punch in the gut. Why are you in our town? You know, obviously wants someone to fuck around with. The, gotcha. the antagonists of this book are jerks characters and I, I i have a good i i have a good like hypothesis of what this book is trying to say mm-hmm. um but i want to talk about each of them because yeah there's deputy ted mm-hmm. uh, semper mm-hmm. fi motherfucker um <laughs> there's the judge taylor who is literally a character and then there's uh sheriff tanya who is like maybe redeemable yeah right um, and then I even like the previous sheriff, like in the flashbacks. Sheriff Mike. Mike, yes. Yeah. He's one of my favorite characters. He's, yeah. he's the one who actually 
took Daniel out right yeah. of the city. He was a good town. person. Yeah. And from then what they, we could see. And through dialogue, they explain that he comes back at some point, but then again leaves. Well, they kind of imply that people Maybe. go missing around Stillwater. Yeah. So I'm assuming Ted got rid of him trying yeah. to get his job. And then the judge was like, Tanya, you're, you're the sheriff. Yeah. Ted's the deputy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, they, these characters, they are obsessed with keeping Stillwater, Stillwater. And and secret from yes, the world. Yes, for sure. And I think this is kind of like an analog for America, where mm. it's like, we're worried about our borders. We don't like change. Really, we don't like people coming in, and we don't like people going out, and we want to keep things the way they are here. Yeah. It's like, you know if you're I mean? already here, that's fine, but we don't want any of your other family that's not here coming yeah. in here either, yeah. so don't even be inviting them. That's yeah. not good either. <laughs> it's the, the quote-unquote promised land. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm. And so that's that's my whole read on this, is that this is okay. a this is an American story. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's probably true that mm -hmm. probably rings true for mm -hmm. a lot of how chip is approaching this idea you know what i mean and i mean we've actually seen this element used in a chip book a little bit before was what i was going to talk on which is sex criminals which oh. is just that we have a group of people that are using this their the power as like an excuse to like try to control it you know what yeah, I mean? they, right. they're they like and and under the pro the the argument of like we're gonna get poked and prodded and experimented right. on if we let this get out so it's our duty to protect it and keep all of you motherfuckers in check you know so i yeah. thought that was really interesting and that that is a very similar problem we see in sex criminals to this kind of environment mm -hmm. but it is such a great story plot point and it's a good argument that like if there did exist, there's no doubt the government would fucking do all kinds of wonky shit in there. And then yeah. it would turn in, you know, they'd build billionaires condos in there. And so that's all the only people who'd be allowed to live in. I think we would get still water region. I think we would get a king president that never I think, dies. I think um, Stephen uh, King, the president, because <laughs> you also kind of have to uh, out overweigh like the morality of it. Yeah. If the government came in, because, yes, they would be probably experimenting on this stuff. But. You got to think of all the medical advances that could also come from this, you know, yeah. this kind of situation, all the things that mm -hmm. are questionable because people could die are no longer that questionable, although they would be like probably horrendous. Yeah. You know, some of the procedures you'd have to do. Um, so it's like pros and cons. It's kind of crazy. And it even leans into the aspect of like, OK, if even if our bodies don't age, our minds no matter what will right. perpetually be affected through time you know so it's like that balance of like because that's like is laura the mom yes okay yeah. that's laura's whole thing when she's trying so hard to get tommy out of it is that i now have a five-year-old trapped inside of an 18-month-old body this situation is going to keep getting worse and worse the older and more intelligent right. he gets what happens when he's 20 and still looks 18 months old he's gonna kill himself you know like holy shit <laughs> He's going to yeah. try to kill himself. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not like a school that's built right on the outside of town where kids go to learn. And that's what I kind of I thought. I mean, they kind of like, argue that. Well, and see, that was my whole thing is why not build their own like fake town just next to their real town where people can go and aid. You know, there's just things that they could be doing to like mm -hmm. move forward and still keep the judge's agenda, I guess was yeah. my whole point. You know, there's ways that they could still keep it a secret from everybody in the outside world and allow people to age, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, I, but, the, but what you were saying as well, there was, I, 
honestly, Kenny, I didn't even think about having a second talent. I know that's a but that would be, that would be <laughs> fucking genius yeah. if they did that because they could just be like, oh, the town was abandoned. Yeah, back in '86. Yeah, <laughs> and then from there you on, know, there's still water, and then there's the real still water. Yeah. You know, there's a, a on the way over to the to still water. Uh, one of the signs says cold water, so yeah. that's cold water. <laughs> this is running, running water, water. <laughs> running yeah. water. <laughs> waterfall. Um, <laughs> Shoot, what was I going to say though before that? Uh, I don't know, but I mean that's a cool idea because uh, oh, real quick, right. you yeah. could age half as fast if you were to work yeah. in cool mm. water and then come sleep in still water in still water i don't know that's that's a great idea i love you'd that. only be aging half your life your work they, life you know they have jebediah who is mm-hmm. he we see him in the book he is having his death day mm-hmm. where the administrator miss lilo or lilo or whatever her name is um she kind of has to fill out death certificates so the town looks legit and birth right yeah so then he will be rebirthed at some point oh. is the joke they make so then he will be born again yeah and then it's like oh this is but birthdays don't matter we get a bunch of those but you know dying is a once in a lifetime thing is kind of oh i yeah. i didn't i guess i misread all of that i thought he was literally going to the edge of town and getting buried and that's oh. what i thought so too well when i was first <laughs> reading and i was like oh these are people like happy to get to finally die it's like yeah. i've been stuck <laughs> alive for 600 years or something which we know is it hasn't been going on that long but yeah that was an interesting premise i I thought of like these people are super psyched to finally get to die they're the one who's been chosen but no i think it's all just an artificial death you know what i yeah, mean right. it's a joke of like oh i died today darn it you know what would your new name be timbo <laughs> just bar- barely change it mine's um, megalodon i'm what, just kidding what's it called? what i was gonna after our say creator. earlier though <laughs> after our creator <laughs> Uh, uh, what I was going to say earlier <laughs> was that they actually kind of bring up um, that option to the um, the, the judge. The judge. judge. Yeah. Right. They tell him like, hey, why don't we have like we take have somebody like a, a to watch over the kids and we take them outside the town so they That's can right. grow yeah. and then we'll bring them back. And the judge is like, fuck that. Yeah, I don't understand so, that at no, all. Because it's not like, like they have power tourists yeah. of any kind. So it's not like they exactly. need to keep up appearances of having kids. Because like anyone that is going to be in town for even a moment to even recognize that there's no kids, fucking uh, wh- whatever the deputy Ted or whatever is just going to finally kick them out or some yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Or shoot so them. It's, it's, it's literally, I think Judge Taylor is a character of someone who has too much power and enjoys it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like it's, that's his whole thing. Yeah. You know, he's just, you can very much tell that he's power hungry. Yeah. From like the first time you see him up to the last time you see him where he's all burnt. You yeah. Know? <laughs> oh God. When he's like fucking just shoot them all. Get them out of my courtroom. <laughs> shoot them all. I was also kind of confused by the explosion. Like yeah. What I think caused it to I'm assuming it, I'm assuming it's going to get to that on the next issue, and I'm I more than it's, certain it's the, the Marines. Yeah, so the, I think the, it's sabotage. Yeah. I think it's trying to paint them as more evil than they are. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the Welcome Party, mm-hmm. who is a group of people who live and are native of Stillwater. Um, that They're the good guys. <laughs> well, yeah. They're the people that are like, no, free borders. Let's open right. up these borders. We just have to deal with the consequences. They want to welcome know? people in. To still walk and in. allow themselves to leave. Yes, because exactly. frankly, if I've been there since '86 and these are the only fucking people I know, and I'm still the same, I want to get the fuck out of there. Dude, yeah. you'd get to go find out what a cell phone is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> you, Did they not have cell phones? Would, exactly, and your life would change. Well, they talk about how that's the problem is technology outside is getting more and more advanced, so the idea of keeping themselves secret is becoming more and more impossible and improbable, mm. you know? Because yeah. they even say that, you know, technology not only becoming more advanced, but more invasive. Yeah, exactly, uh, like yeah. cell phones and satellite technology, you know? True. And yeah. That, that dang old Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. I'm dang old Bluetooth. I'm surprised the phone knew where Stillwater was. Mm-hmm. I agree. That that sucks. I mean, it shows that the right. town has done a lot to try to hide itself, but blatantly still exists. You mm. know, like was something that existed on the map at some point, no matter how much they try to like cover their bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's rough. But yeah, mm-hmm. the welcome party—they finally feel like they have enough people in their entourage now, allowing Daniel to join the group mm-hmm. um, to finally go to the judge on town hall night or whatever and propose a vote and it's all led by dr what's his name otto walsh dr dr walsh yeah otto octavius um who is the funniest character to me in this book because he's still a doctor i feel so bad for him in spite of not needing it yeah yeah i like how he says like sometimes you have to like reset a bone reset or... a bone to you just press reset on the bone yeah um no because <laughs> you imagine your body trying to rapidly heal itself but the bone's like at yeah. an angle so then you end up with like the craziest looking arm you've ever seen in your you life because it just it. yeah you have to re-break it and try to get that bone to go back in place correctly and then medicine yeah. won't work on them because yeah. their body doesn't accept poison like how they say it yeah i like that whole bit where they were talking about alcohol and yeah how there was a bunch of alcoholics and people who tried to kill themselves with pills and stuff and it was all impossible because it just your body yep. resets too quickly it's like <laughs> that captain america curse yeah or uh uh, Wolverine. Oh, and even Wolverine. Because yeah. Wolverine, he has to drink like Asgardian ale to get drunk. He can't even drink like normal Earth beer. I mean, he can, ass. but he has to drink it very fast. Um, I wanted to talk about this actually. Wolverine's, it, it's called a healing factor, mm-hmm. right? Why? Why is it? Why is it? We don't say flying factor for Angel. No. <laughs> why is it called a healing factor instead of just like he regenerates? Yeah. Is that like an actual phrase in medicine? Maybe. Maybe um, I have no idea. That's an interesting where that that term was coined from. Yeah, you know? I, I've always wondered that. He doesn't just have healing. It's a factor yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's a factor of who he is. I remember when I was a kid and I was like, okay, he's a mutant, but they call it a healing factor. Isn't that just a mutant ability? What do you mean factor? You know what I mean? Uh, I, and the thing is, is in, uh, I guess the claws are his mutant power yes. where the the healing is just a, something that comes along with it, maybe? He, his his powers are that he has those bone claws. And then the healing factor. And the healing factor is what allows his the adamantium to So knock. Angel has wings and good view factor because he can just see really far because of his wings, you know? He's got the good view factor. And bazooka factor. Yeah, and bazooka factor. <laughs> it's just whatever your second thing is, is your factor. You know? God damn it. Are you looking up medicine in terms of healing factor? No, I'm looking at where the term even comes from. But I mean, general. as far as Stillwater's concerned, I would compare it more to Deadpool, huh? And the fact that once again they can like regrow entire bodies right. from just their head and shit. Does Wolverine? I guess Wolverine also. Wolverine, um, you you, I, you said it in the Uncanny X Wars episode. Actually, I just recently edited uh-huh. that episode. Um, you were like, we never really see his bones being detached yeah, from he, his arm but his whole like skin has been ripped mm-hmm. off of his arm before and so that grows probably faster than deadpool grows that's true i bet his healing is quicker than deadpool's is but maybe not so 
Um, extensive is what I'm curious on. I think yeah, they're like, almost identical. If Wolverine had bone claws and you could cut his arm off, I think it would regrow with bone claws. Talk I, to the Age I of think Apocalypse. It's, uh, oh, true. <laughs> Some of the stuff I was reading right now says it, his healing factor is defined as hyper-accelerated healing. Um, and then they just gave the definition of factor. And they're like, that's what it is. <laughs> so just, there's no just, real thing. There's yeah, no real, it's, it's just a, to- a coin that one of them termed at some yeah, time. Yeah. And we're like, fucking It's a term they coined. Thank you. I hope you leave that an idiot thing I just said in the episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, Stillwater is a town full of healing factors. God damn it, Kenny's playing. Over here playing footsie. Footsie with me. Um, what me? I'm my feet. No, right? I said Kenny. Oh. You want to join in on the foot game? Sure. Mm, we're all socking <laughs> it up right now. We all got black socks. On the God damn it! I keep pressing. I want to f- press a funnier button. There. Um, <laughs> Sorry for that error. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, the first six issues. It's it's. I feel like it's a good contained mm-hmm. amount of the book because it ends at an ending point. It which ends is, at a great cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is, you know, the, the welcome party gets shot at by the judges, like entourage of bailiffs. Bailiff, yeah. 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 His bailiffs. bailiffs go wild. <laughs> so I started blasting, you know, yeah. a bunch of Franks. Um, and so everyone escapes, but then the whole fucking Capitol building or whatever explodes. it is. Yeah. Erupts. The judge, the, what is it called? The courthouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it explodes. And then issue six is where we learn about my other point that is, actually very pressing at the time that we're recording this, which is a group of people that want to protect property that isn't even their fucking own <laughs> with military force. That, and uh, uh, I don't want to get training. Too, yeah, I don't want to get too political in this episode, but... Stillwater got pretty political yeah. <laughs> right there at the end. So we're introduced to all of Ted's old Marine military buddies. buddies. Semper Fi, that's Marines. Semper Fi, motherfucker. Um, And they want to live in Stillwater because they obviously want to live forever. They have friends that are either dying from, I guess, PTSD or or whatever um, in the outside world. And Ted barely goes to see them, which I thought this issue is pretty good at making Ted somewhat sympathetic. Yeah. But once again, he is very much a, a character of an American man who is... You know, I don't want to generalize, but is a military man. Yeah, that then wants to be can't can't leave the military. Behind. Yeah, all he knows is protecting one's land. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and that's where we get the rest of these military guys, and that's kind of the big cliffhanger is that we don't know how the courthouse exploded, but now there's even more Ted's that want to come in and boss people around mm-hmm. practically and basically militia and you know be yeah. a militia and take over the town even more you know yeah i like and, the way you said that even more ted's yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's true got army of ted's army of ted's how did you guys feel about issue six because i thought it was pretty cool i thought that chip's storytelling in just picking out the perfect little snippets of his of his flashbacks mm-hmm. tell a, a pretty good ted story in one issue i agree um i was very intrigued like reading into issues five and six, I was like, dang, where is this going to stop on? You yeah. know, so I was very intrigued. So I was blown away when we got basically an entire, the final issue was basically all about Ted and what he's had kind of going on up until this point. Because um, issue five ends with us at least seeing the, the Semper Fi, right. the, all the Ted's, right? Yeah. The reveal of Ted's. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> different versions of Ted. Yeah, basically. Ted from the Ted multiverse. But you're right. It, it, it did a good job of taking a character that had been nothing but a complete piece of shit up until that point and at least giving him a little bit of something to be like, well, this is at least why he is the way that he is. Yeah. You know? So I will agree that it, it undemonized him a little bit, but... It, I don't know if it made him undemonized but it, it we we understand rationalized yeah. a little bit more I guess. yeah for sure no but i mean at this point within these first six issues ted has more of an understanding of a character than daniel does yeah yeah i agree and it's it's interesting that it, it really seems like this book is mostly driven by the ideas it's trying to say and not rather the characters than we're watching the one character who is our uh you know he's almost like link he's where our he vehicle. doesn't speak because we're supposed to imprint ourselves onto him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just the vehicle for the story to... Yeah. Which, also on top of that, with that being said, I want to say that I actually really liked the times where Daniel's writing in his journal. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. probably some of the best reads that I got mm-hmm. in the comic. I really enjoyed those sections, which is crazy, because like to what you were saying before... Yeah. It's not, we, we really don't hear him talk very much, or obviously, but don't see him talk very mm-hmm. much or really do shit, so. But he is good at recounting the events of what's yeah, happening. Absolutely. Exactly. So, it, I mean, no, it, it drives the story plenty well. Like, mm-hmm. the, don't get me wrong, because there's a, a lack of Daniel character that Kenny expertly mm-hmm. pointed out, because I didn't even actually pick up on that, it, the book is still great yeah. with what we have, because it is mostly about the story. Yeah. And I'm sure... As we go on these next six issues, I'm sure we get more Daniel and more of him either stepping up into the hero role or at least explaining why he isn't. You know what I mean? No, I definitely see that. I see him becoming much more relevant now that we obviously have what is going to be his true counter, which is this group of people that Mm -hmm. are now denying him and, you know, this newfound mother figure that he has any kind of safety, you know? So I, I really feel like this, everything moving on from here will be more daniel focused i think we're going to see a lot more sheriff tanya getting Mm -hmm. a little bit more redemption because obviously she's not going to be on the side of these motherfuckers you know she already fucking hates ted she's willing to put a bullet through his jawline anytime i don't want to hear him talking anymore shut up i fucking love that part where she just shot him right through the jaw you know and it's like what an easier way to just shut someone up for an hour or two you know (laughs) it's so true yeah um i think reading this book has uh kind of I told you guys before the podcast, I want to do chip checkup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where we come back to it on a later. Sooner than later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it'll be next year, obviously, because this is coming out in December. Um, but yeah, guys, keep an eye out for that. Um, any last Stillwater remarks? Um, I wanted to ask, because we kind of make jokes about it earlier, where do y'all think Stillwater is? Like, oh, shit. In the U.S. Does it mention? I, I think it does say. Well, because I looked up Stillwater, like Stillwater USA, just on, in Google. Uh-huh. There's a Stillwater in Oklahoma and a Stillwater uh-huh. in uh, Minnesota. See, both of those sound right. Right? They didn't have Minnesota accents. They didn't say, don't you know? So it had to be Oklahoma. <laughs> it's probably Oklahoma. They weren't all like, hey, we're, we're, we don't die, don't you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want to say it's like Illinois or something. Because like he had a pretty hip magazine job right before he drove to Stillwater. Fair you know enough. what I mean? So he could have been in Chicago. He could have been in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. 
There's a there's a sign with two other cities that I was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. There's Coldwater and Stony Hollow. There is a Coldwater? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't joking when I oh, said that okay. earlier. No. No, there's a sign, literally, it says Coldwater on it. Uh-huh. And, and Stony Hollow. Yeah, and I looked both of those up as well. Um, it's like Michigan and New York and shit. Damn. So it's like completely different places as yeah, well. Yeah, so this is like a Springfield Simpsons kind of situation. Yeah. We don't know where the fuck I just say it, it takes place in Maine because that's where all the spooky <laughs> shit takes place. Colorado and Maine. Yeah. Don't trust either of those states. You know, maybe it's Colorado. Maybe he was working in Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, Stillwater, Colorado. Whatever his job was, uh, I, I wouldn't mind him. He did like graphic design for the mm-hmm. magazine, but he wanted to be a writer. Huh. Now, those both sound like stuff that I would be into. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd take either. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> Something done, bro. All right. I think that's a... Oh, oh. Oh, are we are we back? No, I feel. Oh. All right, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. There we go. That's there we right. go. Okay. There we go. Cool. Okay. All right. So next week, huh? Yeah, next week. Oh, oh. it went. It went again. It done went. One it done did it. Yeah. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There we go. Okay. okay. Next week we're next gonna be doing week. the first ten issues of Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil. Ooh. Oh. It's about so time. You you gifted me what half of them? Yes, pretty for recently your birthday. for yeah. my birthday, and so I'm excited to get to read those beautiful physical copies. Yeah, you know, uh, that you uh, so beautifully gifted to me. I know that you read the first issue, mm-hmm. and um, I'm excited for Paul Damien to read it now. So, well, I I know we're reading Daredevil, but I want to read about Daredevil. Oh. Is it, imagine like a Care Bear dressed up like Daredevil. Arguably, Daredevil and Care Devil are the same person because he cares. Oh, about he just justice. cares. Yeah. <laughs> he does care. That's a good call. That's a good call. Um, yeah, it's about time we dance with this devil. Uh, we're <laughs> going to be easy. reading yeah. Daredevil. Oh, we're, we're, oh, wrong button. We're re-dancing with the devil. You know? Yes. Yeah. I am really excited for this, Damn by it. the way. That's right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. If not now, we'll figure it out on another time. Yeah. So. Uh, well, let me do some housekeeping. Okay, let's housekeep a little housekeeping. bit. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Those, that's where it matters mm-hmm. the most, apparently. Um, I'm sure it's just us that can't hear us. It's No, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, our fucking headphones are having difficulty. Uh, but rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, if you guys give us five stars, we'll read it on the, on the podcast. <laughs> Should we read a review? Are there any? I think there are. I think Let we me have see. at least a couple. Let me see if I can pull one up and we can read one on the... Uh... If we have more than Let's three... Let's do it on, on the next episode. Actually. Okay. I was just yeah. saying, but if we have more than three, then definitely. Yeah. Um, so rate and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars. We'll read it on the podcast. Don't say oh, yeah. slurs. We've already had to reject two reviews that said bad words in them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's not true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but follow us on Instagram. That's in the show notes below. Um, and just keep keep on loving each other. There you go. Next week, we'll be dancing with Chip's Devil. So uh, we'll see y'all then, or we will see you on another time. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Yeah, guys. You're ugly. You're... Where's my son? Okay, this one's going to be real bad news for my ass. <laughs>